0: Welcome, friends and family. Nice to see you again. Sorry we're late. We had a lot of technical stuff going on. So, we have a short, information packed broadcast for you. And Dr. Cousins is going to share some insights that are relevant to the situation with world peace right now. And we've been talking a lot about world peace meditation, and bringing that down into the mundane level actually down to actually have the maximum of So, let's go talk to the dancing doctor, Dr. Gabriel Cousins. and Welcome, Dr. Cousins. Nice to see you.
1: Okay, good to see you, and welcome, and welcome everybody with love. And we usually start with a little spiritual joy, and then we're going to talk a little bit about um, the, how to really create peace in, in the world. So let's start with a little dancing first. We get that spiritual joy. Going. Okay, here we go. meditation now I'm Slowly command of meditation. And so we began to look at how we're going to create peace in this world. It's just like conflict breaking out all over the world. You know, you have the Ukraine and Russia, you know, and Iranian troops attacking U.S., with, you know, sites in different places. Uh, you have the Houthis, you have Hamas and Israel. And it's like all over the world. violence wow, is breaking up. How do we make peace? Up? It's an interesting question. First, you have to have a little bit of agreement that you even want peace, which is different than winning or losing a conflict and the winner takes all, so to speak, um, which is the way it seems to be going around the world. So we look at world peace meditation, and it's very straight forward, we live in a one mind universe, cosmic mind universe okay and everybody whatever they do affects the cosmic mind we're one with it whether we are aware of that or not but when you're aware of it it's easier to be um, one with it in a proactive way The World Peace Meditation, for example, um, has shown that when we meditate together, the amount of crime and violence in a particular area goes down. There's been over 300 studies since 1973 that show this. Cities where 1% are meditating with the population. A study with 22 cities. And those 11 cities or 1% were meditating. They're kind of a... 16% 16% over time uh, as compared to cities where people weren't meditating. In Rhode Island, 350 meditators came in. The crime went violent, crime, deaths, murders, um, carjackings, uh, they dropped by 43%. People say, oh, that's. And so they did it again the next summer and they dropped 49%. And we clearly know. That we can create a thought for, for peace uh, that people share and are in agreement with. It can very positively influence the consciousness of uh, people around the planet. We can consciously upgrade the global mind one one the one mind uh, towards peace. So that's that's a well established okay and we could just do it that way. That'd be one way to do it. We have an example and it's really the, the most sophisticated, deepest way in appropriate way. These seen to predicted two thousand years ago that in two 2025, this coming year, that we would, in spring, we would begin a movement towards 1,000 years of peace. And so there'd be a 50-year transition into that. So that's another thing. It's our kind of world journey to move towards peace. So I know people are very concerned that we may... Uh, destroy the planet, destroy all humanity. It's certainly a possibility, but if we keep enough faith and focus on the truth that we are all one, uh, that will not win out. What will win out is God's plan that moving into the thousand years of peace. Now, one example of this was King Ashoka who lived around three twenty five BC in India. And at first he he was a very a great warrior and hundreds of thousands of people were killed when he went to war to extend his empire. And he looked at the result and very badly about it. Like this is a disaster. So he began, he converted to Buddhism, and he began to bring the peaceful principles of Buddhism, as he understood, to his whole empire. And as a result, he created a, a true empire of peace as the principles. And they drew up the principles and and it discussed people and got everyone or the majority of the people to agree that this is a good way of life. And everybody prospered. Everybody was happy. Things were not fearful as they have been throughout human history. And you, this was successful for, you know, the total thing maybe close to 100 years, mm-hmm. years to 100 years. And after he left his body, he, he it would begin to fade out because it takes a, sort of a committed spiritual leadership to make this kind of happen. But nevertheless, he showed it could be done with a huge population. So we have some options here. We have World Peace Meditation, which is upgrading the global mind as we share one cosmic mind we have a choice to help upgrade it by our own consciousness and we have the um, choice to meditate for peace like peace 21 the world peace okay. meditation that we have every Sunday Israel time it starts at 620 goes to 7 o'clock very good And we start meditating at 630 And we then also have the uh, King Ashoka's approach where even though he he battled and and conquered, then he adopted the principles of peace, which he got the Buddhist principles of peace uh, after he converted to Buddhism to really expand to all of India as far as I know. Uh, so we we have options to make this work. So I'm going to invite Richard in to see what he thinks about that and what he has to say. Yeah, I think all, all levels of approach are
0: really urgent at this point, Dr. Cousins. Um, I know a lot of the spiritual people don't want to look at what is uh, happening in the world because it's it's hard to keep a positive focus when you're really immersed in awareness of what's going on physically around you when, when there's war and chaos and malice and all this stuff. Right? There has to be a way to be aware of what's going on in the world without being, being blinded does not make you more spiritual. There, there somehow has to be a, a joining of these two worlds the World Peace Meditation Vision, which we want to make not just a 16% reduction, but a 100% reduction and bring that spirit into what's going on on the mundane level. So I'm thinking that as a reflector of our effectiveness, we're going to see things happening, changing in what's recommended by our political leaders. And instead of, you know, as many of them are right now, especially in the U.S., talking about the need for more war. In the U.S., it's against Russia, but all over the world, it's against different so-called enemies. And we want to see the change in the attitude where they're recommending ways to actually talk to the other side and try to find common ground, even if it seems impossible. Because in the beginning, they'll say it's impossible, and I'm saying it's not. And what makes it possible is not coming up with the right exact strategy and solution to propose. It's the consciousness where we bring this world peace idea silently into our own being so strongly that the other side starts to wake up. And I want to see that happen on this side. So I'm agreeing with you. All levels have to happen at
1: once. So it's our intention to really... Do this. You know, our world peace meditation is growing. Really, according to the statistics that we know about, the research that we know about, if we even reached 9,000 people coherently meditating even once a week, we'd have a tremendous influence on creating world peace. Um, so, and then we go from there. So, that we influence the leaders to think more about peace than uh, uh, control. So we're not talking about control mechanisms. We're talking about changing the nature of consciousness for people on this planet and truly in the solar system. How strong is it? Uh, When people were were doing Peace 21 in 1985, when we kind of started it, more actively, um, uh, research in April Pain showed that when we were meditating for peace on each equinox and solstice, we decreased the number of sunspots. Sunspots, more sunspots are related to uh, more turmoil. So through the meditations, they decreased as compared to previous years when there was no meditation. That's significant. We affect the whole solar system. You to say something,
0: Yeah, I think we want to see people go. We were talking before the show when we were working out the technical difficulties. We were talking about cultures and how they've been going on. Each one has thousands of years of background with different beliefs and different norms and different values. And it seems from that level that nobody can come together, you know, because cultural influence is so strong. And I'm saying because of the world peace level, there's a a depth to human beings in, in spite of whatever cultural beliefs we have where we are connected. We are intimately networked as one. And that's the reason that what we, the way we treat each other is really the way we're treating ourselves in a literal sense. And that goes beyond memorized beliefs to an awareness on an energy level that makes you feel the reality that when you're kind in your thoughts and words and actions toward anybody, including the so-called enemy, that you're actually getting the benefit of that in real time yourself. And if that awareness wakes up, then behavior changes regardless of culture.
1: That's half to me, And that's what happens. We already know what happens. It's It's been proven more than 300 years. What we need to do, we're talking, you know, if we had 9,000 people weekly meditating, uh, for, for world peace, creating world peace through meditation, we literally could upgrade the global mind to one of peace. That's how few people it takes. I'm glad we're growing the world peace meditation. Um, we need to reach that nine thousand. That would be very, very good. And there are other people meditating in the world too. So there is weekly meditations. So the next one's February fourth at six thirty Israel time, eleven thirty Eastern Standard time. We can do this. We we actually, it's proven we can do this. So let's do it. This isn't an advertisement for the World Peace Meditation. It's an advertisement for the principle of how we actually can create world peace that transcends cultural differences of how to be in the world. That's what we're talking about.
0: And as you let that saturate your being, the effect of your physical communication changes beyond the words used. Because the words become like a carrier wave of the emotion that you're living in. And you share that with the people that you're talking with or even when you're silent. So becoming that is the first step
1: concurrent with whatever else we're doing. Yeah, it's not a theoretical thing. We know that it works. And the rest is up to us. So I invite you... Not only to the peace, uh, world well, peace meditation every Sunday at 6.30, 6.20, for people coming for the first time, to peace 21 on each equinox of solstice, and truly to meditate every day for that. During this time, we give you a meditation visualization to do this. It works. We have to work it. So may everyone be inspired. To actually make it work. So blessings and love to everyone. May peace be with you. And thank you, Richard. Thank you, Doug.
0: Totally agree, Gabriel. Thank you. It's a short message, but it's really all that's needed if it's followed. And I totally agree. It's just, We've each got our own work to do. Becoming the world peace spirit yourself. And then the meditation that Dr. Cousins is recommending. It's like a kind of focused prayer. It's like people often ask what's the relationship between meditation and prayer. Meditation is like a kind of prayer that it's already done. World peace already exists and what would it feel like? And getting into that as if it's already granted and it's talked about in spiritual scriptures of many religions. It's the kind of prayer that tends to pull physical reality into line with the intent. And it's very simple. It's just don't do it once in a while. You're praying all the time. Become aware of what you're praying for. It's the intent and the emotion that you're putting out. Make it conscious and choose wisely. We're doing the same thing with the Planetary Healing Club once a week. And you're welcome to join us there. But it's an all-the-time thing. And... Uh, it's, it's a matter of becoming aware. What thoughts and emotions are you living in? And it doesn't mean to be unaware and oblivious of what's going on in the world and the horror movie that we're witnessing right now. You can be aware of that and choosing the emotional response that you have. And the emotion that you have is the one you're donating to what Gabriel just called the global mind. It makes a big difference. and We can change the physical reality. So anyway, thanks for being here with this short segment for us today. If we do this, we're done. We're started. Everything is guaranteed and it's in the right direction. 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 So we're inviting you to join us and, uh, once a week with the world peace meditation, but all the time with the focus, awareness and putting out the energy of world harmony and peace in your life. So thanks, thanks for being here. Have a great week.